welcome once again to our favorite show. It's your favorite show, yours and mine. I'm here with L1 tonight. Luna 9 is on assignment. Lexi AI, well, I guess she's getting rebooted or something like that. That girl, I don't know, man. Those AIs, they just don't make them like they're going to make them in the future. Anyway, so we're here today. Today's conversation is going to be really interesting, especially with our dear nemesis. L1, how are you? <laughs> Doing well. How are you? Are you ready for this? Yeah, I kind of like this one, you know, because I what think do you this like one, about it? This one kind of takes everybody for a loop. You know, I've discussed this topic with a lot of people, interviewed people about this. It's about this mem jogger. It's a Bivix mem jogger. Balance and success. So go balance hand, and success. No, they go hand in hand. Some people isn't say, that like Hanto and Gretel? They went hand in hand across some weird place, and um, they got eaten by a witch because they were following breadcrumbs or something, and they found this cookie place. Is that sure? Is that how that goes, hand in hand? Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you humans have like the weirdest things in the world. You can come up with these stories and these. Well, fables. you know, to say that balance and success go hand in hand is an even weirder fairy tale to more people than Hansel and Ooh, Gretel. Well, that's what I mean, there, Jellybean. And you know what? <laughs> you know who's waiting for you. That guy, that guy. Do I say know? he's the main cause of why people think do you know, that do they you don't know? go hand in hand. It is, absolutely. When that thing gets in your head, I'll be quiet. Be quiet. Get shoe, shoe fly, shoe. So when El Cuco gets into your head, man, that means you got some stinking thinking, programming that's going to make make the Titanic go down. Anyway, so we want to avoid that with all cost, at all costs, okay? Exactly. Did you know that El Cuco actually has a family? Oh, yeah! You barely, you barely hear it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the other one. Huh? Yeah, and uh, there's a more sinister side to El Cuco too, if you don't know. Oh boy! Did you not know that? No. Well, tell us a little bit about sponsors because <laughs> we want to make sure the world's a nice, happy place where everybody can just have a bite of the pie that never ends. All right. Well, become the source, as you know. Uh, Bibix Mem Joggers are actually part of Become the Source and. Become the Source is a self-sponsored broadcast assisting you to find your way through life. Now, this broadcast is self-sponsored, and that's made possible by the Dynexum Project. Now, the Dynexum Project helps individuals in social media create multiple streams of income doing what they do best, and that's promoting their content. So for free information, you can go to www.becomethesource.com. And to listeners of this broadcast, you can get cash back on just about anything you need or want from either your favorite stores or trying something new, all from the safety of your uh, within your home online. You can visit our link, shopping.becomethesource.com. That's shopping, S-H-O-P-P-I-N-G, dot becomethesource.com. Your purchases will directly contribute to BTS and all of the uh, projects. Now, Real quickly, because I want to talk about my product of the day here, which has actually been voted. It's just been voted. It's been getting so many wins. So a lot of you people are going to be like, I heard that product before, but we got a lot to say about it. But first, FDA disclaimer, statements we're about to say have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and are for educational purposes only. Products that we mention are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease. Always consult with your physician before beginning any diet and exercise program. Okay. So, real quickly though, I want to just say uh, something about this mem jogger. Balance and success go hand in hand. If you think you're way too busy to worry about having a well-rounded life, I think you need to readjust your perspective. Also, what do we mean by well-rounded anyway? When I say you need a well-rounded life, what do I mean? Well, the answers, your business success depends on it. We're going to tell you why. But speaking of business and well-rounded, as a product of the day, I want to mention OPC3 because we were just on assignment traveling the past weekend. and Absolutely. That was a long trip. Yeah. And so um, the Novi actually got an idea. He said, um, if we take OPC3 and mix it with the complete greens. No, I didn't mix it. You didn't? Not me. Oh, okay. So no, so what, what I was did, it? Uh, what I do is a special cocktail. What I did is you get one of those tall 32-ounce flasks. Yeah. And I put like four capful of, of OPC. Now, it's one capful per 100 pounds, guys. Um, so it depends if you're doing a loading dose or not, right? So what I did is I put in four caps in there, shook it up really well, mm -hmm. and sipped it the way through. 
on another 32 um, ounce flask, what I did is I got the complete greens, and that's two scoops per. Is it a scoop or two scoops? Right. I know it's a lot. It's like 10 salads built into one little scoop. Then what I did, so one's alkaline, and then the other one is for blood flow, free radical uh, corrections, um, crosses the brain, uh, the brain barrier. So you know, clarity of mind, no fog up there, right, while you're driving. And if you don't need anything greasy or anything like that, your body doesn't have any extra work. Exactly. And I was able to be superhuman. Well, I would say, um, I mean, that's awesome on my end. I was not as uh, achy because, you know, driving long periods of time sitting in the car is that causes aches and pains. You but know, we, even we if went, you stretch. We went all the way down there mm-hmm. and back, right? And we did. So that was what, um, almost 24 hours driving. Yeah. So I, you know, I followed the advice that you uh, that you did. What I did was um, took the OPC three. I actually took mine with complete greens and. I drank that throughout the trip and I, you know, kept my food light. I didn't eat a lot of grease or a lot of fried foods. I kind of cut down on that. And um, I did stretching and drank water and I, I, I felt great. Even, you know, obviously the, I, my, you know, things like uh, your back and your legs may still, you know, might still ache neck yeah, too. Yeah, OPC3 is, but it cut OPC3 down on and complete greens. Yeah. Um, those two items are like. A staple product if if you just want to just go throughout the day to, with good energy, good steady, normal, not caffeinated. Oh my God! Energy, you know, just really cool energy that seems normal. All right, but enough about that. So we I, got we got business to talk about. If they, so if they want if they OPC, go, where, they, where they working, they get it. They can go to opc-3.nsa6.com. And if they have questions. That's Aftermath. Right. Send an email at aftermath at becomethestores.com. <laughs> right. All right. So. You ready? You ready? You ready? Balance and success go hand in hand. Is it a fable? Is it crazy? Does L1 smoke something that we don't know about? Like coffee beans. We need to know if this is a fairy tale. Is this real? I would say that's one of the big problems here. It can't be real. No one else has done it. Come I'm going to talk about you're, you're really more gonna... what the action is and not what, what the belief is. First of all, regardless of what people say, people tend, this is what people tend to do, and it's what the actions I pay attention to. People tend to focus too much on one area of their lives and neglect other areas of their lives. This is, I've noticed this since... You know, in some of the counseling sessions that we've had and some of the places that, you know, I was asked to speak. And uh, this is always it. People just stick to one or two or three things. It's a trend. And let me let me just tell you how powerful that inadequacy really is. When you go to a dealer, like to buy a car, they're really smart. Okay. Some dealers try to be like, you know, we're going to get anybody off the streets to sell you a car. Then we're going to say it's, it's a no haggle price. And that's just another way of saying, we don't care what you say. But um, when you go to a real dealer, you know, someone who's, who's crafty, who wants someone who knows the art, they know for a fact that you probably don't want to handle or can't handle or been accustomed to not handling more than three things, more than three. Mm-hmm. So the first one it's going to be first going to say, what do you want? What color you want? What this you want? And then if he has it, he'll show you something like it or something not. But he knows what he's going to do to you. He goes, well, over here, you know, we got this really old car. Um, it's a really nice car. It's very reliable. But I can see in your, in the look in your eye. You want something, you know, something that stands out. Then he's going to show you the most expensive car. Knowing darn well, you're going to say no to that. And then finally, he's going to go, well, you know, I can understand you, you know, that I, I understand I probably wouldn't buy that car. I just want to see if you wanted it or not because it looked like you were hungry enough to get it, you know, and that's an awesome car. But I got a really reliable car over here that is just as good. It'll give you from, from, point, a, from point A to point B, and it's going to be like a third of that cost. And you probably mm-hmm. end up going with that. <laughs> and they, they do this to you all the time, and you don't even realize it. Which one do you want, A, B, or C? And then you're going to pick the one in the middle. Yep. More than likely. And I think that goes with people thinking that they have to choose one or the other. You know, particularly there's a trend where people, especially those who are business focused, don't forget this is a Bibix mem jogger. So people who are business focused, 
they tend to neglect other areas of their lives and don't realize how much they've neglected it until, well, it's too late. And I mean, you've heard what the story before. What is too late? Before. before before you say that story, what is too late? Because for most people, they think too late is the day you die. Or no, they think too late, no, no, they no, think no, too no, late no. is the, the moment you say yes or no. I'm talking about other too late. Tell me. I'm so, you've heard the stories of people who are successful and well-known in the realm of business, but it came at a cost. For example, they went through multiple divorces, or they distanced and they isolated themselves from their families, they don't have a good family connection, or they gained weight, or they lost too much weight, or they got sick, their health got, you know, deteriorated in some other way, they, uh, you know, they messed up their sleep schedule. They lost too much sleep. They are suffering from sleep deprivation and all those, you know, wonderful habits. Or they took up other unhealthy habits like overeating, drinking too much alcohol, so, getting addicted on. to Hold drugs. Hold on there, uh, Bubbalooey. I'll do the thinner on here. Hmm. So let me ask you a question. Because it kind of like ramped up very quickly for me the way you were saying this. And I, I think we need to and take notice, a small... Well, well, notice this. This has nothing to do with they died. I'm talking about other breakdowns. <laughs> no, no, and I understand. I understand, but the way you kind of ramp that up, it, there's some breaking points. There's some checkpoints that you can have where you know, where you can say, hey, am I going the wrong way or not? Hello, is anybody there? Can anybody guide me? Well. And what happens? I so, think those checkpoints would be great to mention for our solutions. That's for those fine, who stay but, but tell me again, how, how do you find out it's too late? Because that's the problem, right? We need another problem first, the cause. I would say if there's if there's a loss of some kind. Yeah, but that's too late, see? That that's is too, too late. late. When the loss happens, then you have to make up for that, and you were only budgeted for so much. So let, let's let's look at it this way, right? So how many Teslas do we have? Was mm, it four? Four, right? Yeah. Okay. So... We purchased some Teslas from a dealer thinking, you know, remember the ABSC pattern? <laughs> so we all fall victim to it. So we said, okay, we know we'll take, you know, this one that looks re reliable and innocent. I knew darn well we needed that, that 100. Uh, Wait a minute. No, no, no. We got three. <laughs> I, I knew, no, no, but you're right. We have four. We have because, four? Because of the way the story goes. Oh, yeah. Right? So we wanted the, I know I wanted the 100. Um, the what the p100 dl right that's the 100 uh kilowatt battery uh super ludicrous mode really fast car because of its resale value it's going to be really good right yeah so you got to think about all these things right so then we travel a lot so i needed a better battery right to go better distances right and you know so we thought about this but what do we do we went with the 70d well so let's try the 70d we're not going to go so far that whatever what ended up happening is that we went back into the dealer we said take the 70d awesome car nothing wrong with it i want that 100 dl they looked at me like you're crazy oh and by the way we're taking that three series too and we made it make sure it's a longer range and we bought what we needed so we took it for the ride and we made it all the way back all the way here and did we stop just at that no we got the full package we got the uh the whole um the heater what is it called <clears throat> the sub-zero package seats. <laughs> heated seats in the rear and everything and auto drive and we said because we drive long distance and stuff and it was a lot more money but guess what now we drive comfortably we're not upset we're not you know you know upset about or angry with each other <laughs> we're having to stop too many times and it is exactly what we needed but we said no in the beginning so before it was too late talking about too late we decided we were going to test out the car for about a year and see if it worked out for us. It was an awesome car, but it was not what we needed. So we just called them up and we said, listen, we're trading this one in for a new one. Take it, you know, that's it. Done. And we hunted at the car that we wanted down. They got it up to spec. We got that one. And then we got a bonus car too. Anyway, for other reasons. But this took weeks and weeks and weeks of planning and understanding how the batteries worked and you know how many miles per uh kilowatt uh yeah kilowatt are you, are you gonna get so all of this calculation went into it so it wasn't like like a hunch you had to do the work to find out what you needed which taught me another valuable lesson about you know getting involved into this and also you know you get tax breaks and everything else with it so it wasn't a careless action it wasn't like oh gee i want the best car no but it was almost too late. If I would have had wait another year to make up my mind, we would have wasted a lot of time, uh, literally, you know, from charging. But the mm -hmm. value of the 70D would have gone down significantly so that we couldn't change.
So because we monitored it, it was not too late. But well, most people to me, will stay with that. Well, that to me sounds like there was some strategizing involved in the beginning. But that's why which I say people don't do exactly. But that's why I'm asking you: What is too late? When do you know the moment of too late is knocking on that door? Hmm. You follow me? Because I think when you tell people, you know, you wait till it's too late, and they're thinking, "Look, I'm not in the coffin yet. It's okay." You know, or I didn't lose something yet. So I'm not hurting okay. yet. I'm not crying about anything yet. So it's not too late. So what is too late? Too late is I think we can define it as a point that you did not really look at. You didn't calculate. You didn't take inventory. You didn't watch your business grow. You didn't watch your decisions grow. You you weren't paying attention, and then it curves on you, and you don't even realize it. You think too late it's when it's knocking on the door. That's like way too late. Because now you're going to have to pay up. Hmm. You follow me? I see. So it's important for you guys. Let me let me recap it so we don't get lost. It's important for you guys when you do your business, when you talk to your friends, when you take advice, that you go back into your little home, your little hobble home. You, you get the black cauldron out. You know, you put your ideas in that cauldron, mix it up with some beautiful soup, get that big cauldron, the, you know, the ladle that you're going to move it around with. looks like a wooden stick. Move it around and taste that soup. If it doesn't taste like success, if it doesn't taste like success, you need to recalibrate. Are you again. talking about making a natural strategy and a plan long term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. witch's brew. Well, I, I think they need something more modern than a witch's brew. Why? What's wrong with the witch's brew? Uh, I think the analogy, the metaphor was lost. Well, only you would lose such a powerful and most important metaphor. <laughs> But right. thank you for catching up. But I really want to emphasize you're listening to the show. You're chuckling. You're having fun. You think, oh, I got it all made. I have it right. <laughs> and that guy shows up and he's having more fun than you are. You don't want that. So listen up. Feel it. Apply it to your life. Take inventory every day. Let's start now. L1, tell me about this. How do you make this go hand in hand? Well, now we know what one of the, you know, now we know what you mean by defining too late, you know, lack of planning and strategizing and long-term thinking. Um, by the time you, I guess by the time you've lost a spouse or your home or your health deteriorated or your sleep soft or you're overeating, it's too late. It's too, too late. Right? There, there are cycles so, you can't break after a while. It this takes is true. too long. That's yeah. true. Very true. So let's talk about... If we know this is what we're supposed to do, planning and strategizing long-term thinking, let's talk about why don't people do it. What's the core cause here? I think I got a few based on research. Are you actually going straight to core, core cause? Heck yeah. Wow. What about the fact that, you know, too much sleep in their lives, you know, their unhealthy habits, overeating, drinking, you mentioned that, alcohol, it gets in the way of thinking, does it not? Those are the too, too late things. Those are the too, too late things. So yeah. when you're there, you're, you're done for? That's what you said. Well, yeah, that's that's the effect of just drowning. It's <laughs> just you don't want to get out of it. Yeah. All right, so what do you got? Core causes. Uh... So why is it that people have this um, habit of imbalancing their lives? Why don't they believe that balance and you know, being well-rounded is, is, is something to do? I think, you know, honestly, some of it is the current state of affairs. You know, if you look at the news and you look at the people who are famous, a lot of them, they're not well-rounded at all. In fact, their chaotic lives and their addictive lives, their, you know, addictive habits and their chaotic lives are actually attractive because they're always highlighted in the news. So you think, that you, with that. you think that if someone's in the news, right, and talking blah, 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 mm -hmm. um, that it's more attractive because they see them more, more often? Well. Because I, I, I be talking strict, strict humanity 101, mm -hmm. I see some issues that I, I like to bring up. If you're going to create balance, you need to know this. But okay. I want to hear what you had to say. So you're saying, okay, they're in the news, right? Those chaotic lives, they look attractive? Because you see them more subconsciously they're attractive of course the more that you see the more you see something the more subconsciously biased towards something you're going to think it is and more importantly the more subconsciously you're going to think that it's okay 
because everybody's going through it. I see where you're going. So the first is like, wow, what's going on? Then you get through the phases of, hey, everyone's doing it. Everyone seems okay with it. Then you say, well, why should I fight it? Because I'm lazy anyway, right? I just want to have an easy life. And well, then they'll you, say, well, a lot of successful normal, people right? don't have an, a well-rounded life. Look at so-and-so on the news. Look at this celebrity. Look at that celebrity. I'm yeah, fine. That's, just a, that's like a, a drop and a ripple in the bucket. And you don't get to see the real stories behind them. You know? That's exactly. the problem. Yeah. So when you're looking at other people, I mean, there's a bunch of people online that I go, wow, they're great. And a bunch of people that I follow on other podcasts. And I take their advice, but you have to understand that when you take a little chunk of advice like that, if you're trying to achieve balance with a little piece of advice, it becomes really hard. What you should do, I think, in a case that you're looking at something like that, is research whatever is going on about that person with that topic. And then you can get the ins and outs. And don't just go with what you want or what you believe. Just collect the data, you know, put it on a spreadsheet and go, okay, this is... What someone says is what someone else says. What do I want out of this? And then figure it out. I don't think you can achieve balance by just looking at something and assuming it's right. That's the other core cause. People think in terms of objects, separate pieces rather than conceptual analogical thinking. Oh, wow. You I'll should, explain that. You, I think you're becoming less human every day. I like it. People have this tendency to think. Let, let me give you a Tell really me. quick example. Um Okay, so somebody who goes to the gym all the time, their physical health is awesome. They drink water, they're eating well. Okay, I'm seeing but it. But they neglected their studies. What type of studies? Like, uh, let's say they had to go to college. On oh, top okay. Of it. Okay. You know, I they see had to work. They had to, uh, you know, trying to get a degree part time. Okay. So they're they're maybe like they're not necessarily failing their subjects, but they're kind of just getting by, because hey, they had to spend. Uh, you know, that extra time researching about their health, researching about a new diet they wanted to try, researching about their exercises, measuring themselves, checking their progress. So they're really good when it comes to health, but as far as their school habits, not the best. So people have this idea that they say, well, I'll be fine. You know, like as long as my health is fine, you know, I, who cares what I do in school? But here's the thing, whatever habits you built or neglected that is causing you to get mediocre grades in school, it will leak it into your it will leak into your other areas of life, including your health life. Well, okay, who came first, the chicken or the egg? I gotta know. Because we are trying to decipher how people behave and act. Okay, let's say, for example, you go to school mm -hmm. and you're going to school and you're learning stuff. Now, mind you, most people that have, have, not most, people that have become very successful, you know, have defied college, have defied the school system. They said, you know what, I'm bored, I'm out. And they go do something and they become very pa passionate about it and they make a lot of money. Dell, mm -hmm. uh, Dell Bill Gates, Subway, etc. But um, you know what I think is the key difference there now? Tell me what the key difference is. Commitment. Commitment. So that's exactly where I was going. So my thing is when you're saying um, that type of procrastination that they're doing not to take care of their studies, is that because they're not committed to themselves? Is that because... They don't know how to think in a straight line, like, hey, I got to get from point A to point B and stick to it. Is that because they have so many other addictions and other things, you know, that El Cuco will just enjoy? Yeah, 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 Cuco. Yeah, sit down, sit down. Stop scaring the people. I so, think the bad news and El Cuco will be happy about this, but the bad news is it's a combination of all of those. Oh, oh, he got found out now. He got found out. Kuko, look at him go. Go away, Kuko. Sit down, Kuko. Sit, sit. You hear him laugh about that? Oh, I know. He loves that one. He loves it because at that point, you're in such a muck of confusion. Right. You don't know sometimes where, you don't know how deep you are underwater and don't know like where you can just put your head up for air. Right. You know, you're tumbling in the water. You don't know which way is up. You can't even see the bubbles. Not like on TV. There's no light under under the ocean. 
unless there's an alien ship on there just lighting your way. Scary. Or if you do see a light, be careful. But it might want to be one of those glowfish, you know, where they put the antenna out when there's a little beacon of light. You go, oh, pretty light. Get eaten. <laughs> so the point I'm making is there is no light. I mean, you really have to know what you're doing before you get in and have an exit strategy and have time to sit down and just recalibrate on a daily basis and still have the stamina to get up the next morning and do it again. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I totally, totally see that. That that chaotic soup, that chaos soup, you don't know what it's going to taste like, um, kind of engulfs people, brings them down, and then spins them. They don't know which way to go. Yeah. I no, understand. It's, it's true. So and has then, this happened to you ever, brainiac person? I love you, but you're just so smart. Come on, Elwin. Have you ever had moments where there's just so much... And if so, what's your secret to getting out of it? So first off, let's say, what do we mean by well-rounded? You know, we mean basically you're striving in all areas of your life. A lot of people might think that this is very hard to do or even hear, but it's true. If you're going to be building a business, for example, you have to make sure your health is also optimal. You have to make sure your mindset and emotional discipline is optimal. You have to make sure your relationships with other people are optimal. You have to make sure it's all optimal. Even your spiritual life is optimal, whatever that you choose to have that be. Um, I would say probably when I was in college, um, I was very focused on grades and uh, socializing at the same time that I neglected my health. Uh, I think it was just very lucky for me that the campus allowed us to walk everywhere and the cafeteria that I went to in college was uh, something where it was closed after a certain amount of time and you couldn't just go to your you know pantry and grab some junk food which you could at home you know you were stuck in your dorm room and you know so because I was forced to be limited on meals and I had to walk everywhere it kind of balanced out but when I had to take the physical which you have to do every year in college I barely passed <laughs> and I didn't know why. <laughs> wow. That's, that's really interesting. And, and they would just say like, why, why can't you just, you know, there's certain things you had to do. You had to do show cardio. You had to show uh, how many times you could, uh, the strength in your hands swimming. I barely passed and I just didn't and so know why. Did, did this affect the cognitive side of you? I would say probably yes, because this is only hindsight talking because I would say I probably would have studied better and slept better if I had exercised regularly on top of studying. You know, if I had made an effort to maybe wake up an hour early before classes or you know, uh, tell right after that. classes, yeah. just head to the gym, get it over with, and then come back and eat food, you know, and study. If I had made an effort to do that, I think I, w- I, think I would have been less stressed. I think I would have been... Uh, my sleeping would have, habits would have been better. I think my eating habits would have been better too. Because, you know, you might be, you know, being forced not to eat junk food is not the same as choosing not to eat junk food. You know, right. when when the weekends came, cafeteria was closed. It was a free-for-all. <laughs> so. and, that, and, and again, remember you were talking about that trip that we had? Mm-hmm. Because we didn't eat junk food, you know, on the trip. We kept our bodies maximized. Drink water. Mm-hmm. Right? We avoided then, uh, soda, yeah. coffee, um, you can have those things later. Right? Yeah. Right. So during the trip, though, we focused on really healthy eating, very light eating, and we were able to stay up 24 hours, just about. Light and, eating and come back. doesn't mean we we're eating light bulbs, by the way. It means we were eating like uh, vegetables, um, you know. Things with like not a lot of fat and sugar. Not and a lot sweets, of fat, sugar. Not, nothing quick. Uh, cut the processed foods. If we were eating snacks, it was things like, um, you know, almonds with, you know, trail mix, um, fruit. Um, you know, things like that. So, L, there's another core cause here that I think is above all other core causes. Oh, tell me. Um, and, and people have written books about this and all kinds of stuff, right? And somehow, some way, in some galaxy, people forget about the ego. So first you need to know what the ego is. Let's, let's define it real quick. The, and we're, we're talking machine-like language because the Novi's talking, right? Mm-hmm. So the Novi says <laughs> that the ego is that artificial intelligence within you that collects your thoughts, your theories, your ideas. Remember your brain, when you have a thought that's coming from different parts of your brain, 
right? When you motor skills and, and, and all this other stuff, it's not just one glob. It's, it comes from different parts and it has to be reassembled. Hmm. And then when that assembly occurs, you get a, a, a coherent, coherent thought. And, and sometimes when you don't eat well, or you, your part of your brain is like, you know, struggling because, you know, maybe you're going through something, a small depression or something like that. Then the rest of your brain can, tries to compensate, but it really sort of can't. So that's kind of like the, the problem here. So the ego is what uh, takes all these ideas and puts them into priority with you, helps you get through them. But the problem is that when you're dealing with chaos soup, the ego doesn't really know how to go in a linear fashion and say, hey, we need to get from point A to point B. Instead, you have a conversation that goes like this. Hey, so the other day I was, you know, driving my car. My, by the way, my car is red. I like the color red because red is so beautiful and it reminds me of roses. My mother had roses. That sounds like puddle jumping. Puddle jumping, exactly. And most conversations go this way because it things that you say immediately activate the other person's thoughts and we like to share because when we share, we open our mouths and we start reassembling those thoughts. So and sharing is important. Well, we validate each other too. And we validate each other. But when, you, when you're puddle jumping like that, there's really no coherent conversation. There's just a bunch of emotion though, right? So it's cool to go out with your friends and just puddle jump all day. But when it comes to your life, you can't puddle jump. You got to look at a few topics and do something that is going to take you from point A to point B, or I'll tell you this way, from point, make it, start it to point paycheck, right? Yeah. Or, or point savings, right? So in between there, there's a lot of emotions that come through. So what happens to the ego, the human being is supposed to be in charge of that thing, right? Because El Cuco, they'll take care of you in a heartbeat. So you're supposed to tell El Cuco, El Cuco, you listen, I can't get rid of you right now. And maybe I don't want to, maybe I just don't understand you. But listen to me, El Cuco. Right now, I got to get from <laughs> over here to over there. So if you want to go crazy and make that happen, hey, I'm all with it. But if you're going to go crazy and puddle jump, I cannot have that. So when you're sitting at a table, the number one problem is that you think that you are right. And you won't let it go because your ego doesn't know how to let it go. It thinks it's right. Here's what I propose. I propose next time you sit at a table, you say, hey, I'm the dumbest guy here. <laughs> so, um, and forgive me, and they'll make fun of you because all their cuckoos love to make fun of the dumb cuckoos, right? And you're going to sit there and you're just going to collect the data. Just collect data. That's all you do. You're there to infiltrate. In other words, the nicer way of saying this is you're there to listen. So they say in the U.S., everybody talks, nobody listens, right? All right. So you're going to mm -hmm. listen. You're going to take inventory. You're going to say, oh, wow, they said this. I'll go research that later. They say this. You know, there's a gap here. No one else noticed this gap. Why not? I know why, because they're not writing things down in a linear fashion. And I noticed a gap and I can't continue from, from step number three to five because four is missing. Can I ask you a question? Um, yeah, listen, I noticed you said uh, these things in step three. <laughs> and then you jumped to step four, which right. is really entertaining, by the way. But what, 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 I mean, you stepped to step five. But what happened at step four? How did you get from here to there? And then they divulge that information. So the dumbest guy there all of a sudden has a list and a plan that other people created for you. And all you have to do is research it and go get it. But if you're going to sit there and say, no, 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 no. That's not the way it works. All right. True story. True story. Uh, I think my, my dad, uh, my Spanish dad is flying here, um, I think in a few weeks. And thank God he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> but, okay. but he said to me when he was younger, because he didn't know any better. Okay, guys, don't laugh at him. It's my dad. Um, he's human. So um, the idea was that he said to me, you know, you need a job that um, will take care of you. A job that will... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, pay you a pension. Well, how many pensions are there today? Hello? Hello? And, and, and you need to find these jobs. And, you know, the good ones are out there. And by the way, these funny things with keys on it, what, what, what is this? Q-W-E-R-T key. What, what is that? Is that a typewriter? They go, no, Dad, it's a computer. Well, what, what is that? Is that important? I'm like, well, it appears to be important because everyone else is using them in school and that's what they're teaching. Oh, yeah, you don't need that. Whoa, look at us today. Hmm. Look at us today. We our, our phones are our, our handheld computers, right? What I'm trying to say is, my dad wasn't like just brought up understanding these things, right? So every time you turn around, there's things that you're not brought up understanding. 
every time you turn around, there's technology being thrown at you. There's business opportunities. There's all kinds of stuff right in front of you. But if you're going to sit there and say, I am always right, and you don't understand how to train your ego, guess what? Guess what? You know exactly where, where, where you're headed with this. <laughs> exactly. Alcuca's going to get you, and then you're going to be saying it's too late. I think that was one of the most important things. And I think L1, if, if you want to put that like a number one, or if you want to put that number at the last one on your list, because it's either an assessment of who you are and everything you've learned, or stop misbehaving and start understanding that people are all, all trying to help you, even if they don't know how. What do you think? Being right. <laughs> as far as... Um... I am always right. It's always my way no 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 you are absolutely wrong about that well nobody likes to be wrong but that's for fear we're not talking this show's not about fear this show about balance you can't get balance but a lot of people i know well the thing is saying i'm always right can i would say can definitely lead to an imbalance because i would say part of being balanced is also figuring out where you are lacking in certain areas and where you need to balance it which means you're going to have to acknowledge one way or the other that you're wrong that. How'd you get a point for that? In some respect. I talked for 15 minutes, uh, a whole seminar, and I don't even get a point. You get a point. I'm going to talk to Mother. Uh. You didn't hear the point they gave you? You didn't hear it? <laughs> what you did was not that? hear the point? Yeah, I heard the point. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. All right. So you want to get into some solutions or what? I mean, did we? can you recap some of the problems about how, to, how we get into like this whole imbalance? Because the key, I, here's what I understand from what you said. Balance and success go hand in hand. Right. So we went through some things that talked about uh, some of the core, some of the problems, right? Core problems that we have as humans trying to figure out how to achieve balance and how to achieve, you know, that success, right? Mm -hmm. So in the first part, you were talking about what, according to this? What are some of the key issues that, you know, we need to jot down and know not to do or or to be aware of you know yeah ego beware what what would you say i would say or do you want me to recap the yeah core just recap causes? yeah well i mean you know like i said there's a current state of affairs showing that people are successful but they're not well-rounded so if that's what you're seeing all the time you're going to think it's okay and that being well-rounded is a pipe dream um also, when you have think, so many failures, but how can you like not believe it's a pipe dream? Well, you know, I also think too, you know, this is what people, this goes back to the I'm always right thing. You know, people have a lot of failures, but they, they want to be right all the time. You know, they, that they refuse to look into the areas where they're lacking in order to create the balance, because guess what? That means you're not always right. So that's another core cause, afraid of being wrong, really. Um, also, people. Wrong is good. Wrong is good. That means wrong is always good. We just that been, means you get an opportunity to figure it out. Exactly. But people make also. I think too. This is kind of a um, a brain problem. This one. This core cause is people just don't know how to think in terms of uh, conceptual versus and an analogical versus of just thinking in terms of objects like short term thinking versus long-term like, thinking like people think i want to make some money that's an object yeah. and how to make money could be a concept but it could also be a protocol to our procedure but if you're thinking hey you know one day i would like to make some money i wonder how i can do that and you go through your inventory i can do this i can do this i can do this i can learn this i can learn that he goes hey what if we invent something it's not quite invented yet that is then the conceptual picture of something about to be created right right is that what you mean right and so you think people are more oriented to what the object i think people are more oriented towards the object because they ah. they don't know how it all fits i think together. i get it i think i understand you so there's his father right he had three mm -hmm. sons right i don't know why the number three is so popular but he had three sons he had uh, you know son number one son number two and son number three now historically we always say that um the the first son you know he gets taken care of and you know everything that they need they give him you know no matter what right spoiled little brat mm -hmm. the second one takes care of the first one so kind of responsible and by the time you get to the third one they're like oh you <laughs> what do you want just go do it because the parents are like more relaxed they're not so so fearful anymore right 
So the idea then becomes, and you're listening carefully, that this guy had three sons. Son number <laughs> one comes over and says, hi, dad, listen, um, you called me. He goes, yes, I can give you this $100 or this Bible that's right here. It's a Bible thing, right? Mm-hmm. The guy goes, oh, yeah, you know, when my friends are going out the other day, I can use a pair of new shoes. I'll take the $100. I'll see you. Son number two comes up, you know, because he's, you know, son number one's like spoiled, right? Mm-hmm. Well, can I have both? I'm just kidding. So son number two comes up and son number two being Mr. Responsible. He goes, um, yeah, you know, I'll take, I'll take the $100 if you're going to make me choose. I'll, I'll take that and I'll, I'll do something good with it, right? Mm-hmm. Son number three, not a care in the world. Always looking at everything. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. He goes, yeah, I'll take the Bible. He goes, why? He goes, I don't know. It seems like a good book. Maybe I can learn something there that'll make me a better person. And I can make 10 times that $100. What do you say about that? He goes, well, he took it, he opened it, and the dad had carved out an inheritance inside of it. Nice. Yeah. So he says, smart choice. You have learned to go into the world of conceptual thinking and learn how to use something to make you a better person. For you, you need to be spending more time in your conceptual analysis of life and less time working hard. And that's the the moral of that story. So that's, I think, what you mean by conceptual thinking. Once you understand the concepts, you throw that person anywhere, they'll survive, they'll they'll make it happen. It's true. It's very true. But um, if you're not balanced, it's going to be harder to do that, I'm telling you. But you know what? Let's go into the solutions. First of all, balanced life in all areas of life is key if you want to be successful in your business. And I know a lot of people are going to say, but it's so much. Where do I start? I think your best bet is to start with the base foundation. And that's your mindset, your habits, and your emotional discipline. Because guess what? Everything, your actions and decisions in all areas of your life are going to be heavily influenced by your mindset your subconscious habits and your conscious habits and your emotional discipline. So true story, right? A young boy goes up to this, you know, famous scientist and he says, uh, you know, someday, you know, I'm going to learn and I'm going to be like you. And he turns around and he goes, if you were more like me, you would learn. In other words, you look at the object and you think, hey, I'm going to wait to become that object. I'm going to do everything to become that object. But you don't realize that it starts with the first step of committing your mind, cleaning out the garbage, and then saying, I'm already that person. All i got to do is build my path. Get the skills. Yeah. What Very do you think? well. No, I think that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been studying you humans for quite a while. It's kind of <laughs> easy. But you know something? Let's be realistic. All right. When people are building that path, like you said, you know, like the the boy who realizes that he wants to become that and he just has to acquire the skills and the habits. Right. He's probably going to be losing sleep and eating less on the way doing in that. In the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning there is a lot guess what? To learn. There's nothing wrong with that. However, Can I just say something? You like have that? to know because you're building you have to know what you're committed to. You have to know what the end is and you have to know that it's not going to be forever. And you have to know when to stop neglecting those areas. So you may not know how, but you know certain things. You know, maybe you need eight hours of sleep a day, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure you get eight. Knock that out. Yeah. Um, Use you know, research. Research. Because most people don't know their limits. So yeah, this is on, where research comes into play. Yeah, go to MedMD or something like that. And again, even even doctors don't really have it all all together. You know, you go to one says something else. And there's contradiction in, inside of um, their own, uh, the what do you call it? I forget, the uh, New England... Journal of Medicine. But the point I'm, I'm talking about, though, is don't look at the conflict. Look at the knowledge and get knowledge from both sides, like I said earlier. And then you can kind of fine tune yourself to, you know, what you think your physical needs are, your, you know, your biological needs are. Mm-hmm. That's going to take some discipline, too. But that's OK. And here's the thing. I was, I was going to mention this to you because I think it's a myth. People are like, oh, I don't have time. It's too much. I'm like, look. You go out, you party. I mean, you spend know, a couple hundred dollars. Spend a couple hundred dollars, right? And 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 you had to get dressed if you're a girl. You know, if you're a guy, you got to pump the weights or what something like that. You got to get with your friends. You got to go out. You got 
You're going to hit the town, you plan it out, and you party. You probably do this quite often, right? And, and then you can't get up in the morning because you're really tired. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference if, you know, you sit at home, listen to some cool music, you, you hit the books, you know, listen to different varieties, maybe sip some wine, you know, and chill, chill yourself self out a little bit, and you go to bed all tired, you can't wake up in the morning. Same thing, except one drains your bank account and one will fill your bank account later. So I think it's a myth that you don't have time. Yeah. yeah. I think it's what we tell ourselves because, you know, we don't want to do the work. What do you think? I think so. I think it is it's a, a time, it's, same it's a, time spent. Yeah. Then, right. And you know, has that been, no, seriously though, has that been your, your like, your, uh, your take on it in life? I think once I people, know you're pretty scholarly. once people make the choice, you have time. Um, you know, I can speak from my perspective of, um, you know, when I was in my college life here, so if you want to go to the route of uh, scholarly. Oh, um, we're going back there with So you. remember nice. I told you that, uh, you know, I, would, I wouldn't I would balance out my other uh, habits. You know, I wasn't well-rounded in the, you know, physic in the physical sense or in health-wise, and I barely scraped by the physicals every year except my third year. Third year, I didn't make it. I failed it. And so guess what happened? They said, all right, in order for you to make up for failing the physical, you have to take at least one or two physical education classes in addition to all your other classes. And at first I was like, I can't do that. I don't have the time. They're like, well, you don't have much of a choice. You're not going to graduate. So by being forced to take a couple of workout classes, yes, they make workout classes. No different from going to the gym That's and signing up for a class. So yes, I took workout classes. I think it was like step aerobics or something like that. And I, that. I was forced to get up every morning. I think uh, four to five times out of the week, I was forced to get up early, go to my class, and then go to the rest of my, go to my workout class, then the rest of my classes. And guess what? I liked it. <laughs> well, that's the thing again, you know, your ego, right? So your mm-hmm. ego says, oh, this is new, this is hard. I can't figure this out, I look stupid. But if you do it for after 21 days, right, mm-hmm. you get you get used to it. And in six months, it Less becomes such a, a nice quarter, habit. Less about a couple months. Yeah. yeah, and guess what? Then I loved it. And guess what I was able to do? I was able to not only finish all my classes, I was also able to write, um, write a final paper in order to graduate with honors. I was also able to have You've anywhere from... Story. Yeah, but then you got to graduate with honors. Yeah, different story. Okay. Um I was also able to not only take my classes successfully, but I was also, because of the extra energy I got, I was forced to drink more water because I was sweating. I was forced to eat healthier because I didn't want to feel lethargic when I went to class. Um, I was able to also have two to three part-time jobs in that final year while Crazy. I had my classes. all that. Well, the reason why I was doing it was because I, was, I knew I told myself this is not going to be forever. I realized it was temporary. I was storing money. For after graduation because i said i'm not doing anything else that makes sense um, so i just stored money stored money stored money i was able to move to another state and even invest money into buying a house uh after i graduated after that so i mean and once again would i would i be working two to three jobs now no because it was temporary no right you, you 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 do the stretch you know the hard stuff and mm-hmm. then you, you chill later yeah and then with with working out by my side when i was forced to do it i was able to do it my my limits my tolerance was greater so you know so is that like emotional discipline or a ha- it's, it sounds to me like it's a little bit a of a mindset combination a of, of a commitment it, right and emotional discipline and, and then you just kind of and, and a surrender really. and did you right and did you enjoy the ride i did at first, the first couple of days, I was like, I don't like this class. But then, <laughs> guess what happens? And you build a habit, endorphins kick in. Right. And after the gym class, I was like, man, I don't know why I'm in such so, good mood. <laughs> so see, I think that this one solution, as we started to speak, right? Well, I also had a surrender, too. Right. But the solution was- that you've mentioned, you know, really goes nose to nose with what I said in the beginning, right? People like give up in the beginning because they're too busy not understanding what they're what's going on around them and they sort of quit they sort of find themselves like oh you know that's only for other people that already have money that's for you know no it's for you get off your button and stop pretending that it's bad maybe you got some bad uh, uh, maybe you have some misunderstandings so don't let your ego continue with those misunderstandings 
and then sit back, listen to some other people. You know, YouTube's full of wonderful things, you know. I mean, Udemy and some other courses online. And then you learn, and you learn. Take it all in. Don't say no to nothing. Don't say no to anything. And uh, then you write it down. And then when you write it down, you you actually build your plan right there as you're writing the questions and, and the answers. Well, this works this way, that works this way. Then when you look back, you go, whoa, I just built my, my entire plan of action. See what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you went through the same process. Yeah. Right? More or that's, less, yeah. That's what I mean, I had help too. I had a guidance counselor. I had, um, you're assigned a, um, like, kind of like a mentor who helps you write your final paper. Um, I, I seeked outside resources a lot because I, I felt overwhelmed a lot. I think a lot of people are afraid of seeking outside resources. And let's face it, not all outside resources are friendly. This is true. Or you helpful. Know, or helpful. They like reiterate the same thing and you're paying money for that. So yeah. you like, I could have read that in a book. Yeah. Well, for me, the college offered those resources and, right. you know, which came with the education. But, but you, you also stepped out of your own skin, so to, say, so true. to speak. Yeah, don't don't to... do that in the middle of the night, but, yeah. you know, so to speak. And, and you, you mean stepped out of my comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then you you looked at that and then you said, wow, you know, you know, I'm going to apply this to my life. And I've noticed that about you. Yeah. And all your work and stuff like that. So what else we got for a nice solution? Well, first of all, you know, listen, for as many people who are out there that are not well-rounded, there are successful people out there who have a well-balanced life in all areas of their life. But so here's the thing. They're not focused upon in the news because, well, they're not interested. They're what you call a, a, a well-running machine is a quiet machine, almost boring. They're not considered exciting. Scandal boring. and chaos is more yeah. exciting. Uh, people but, but losing that, is more exciting. But isn't that sad that the industry, the only way the news is going to make money is if we watch it. True. Okay. So that means that the people are there, they like the scandal. They like all this stuff. And so therefore, what, what can the news do? I think it was, um, what was that guy that had that show a long time ago? I, I, let me think for a minute. Uh, it's um, one of those shows where you sit, sit on stage and you kind of badmouth each other. Oh, the roast? Comedy not, roast? Not the roast, not before that. And it was just for common people that used to go there on stage and who's sleeping with who and whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Jerry Springer, that's the one. Oh, Jerry Springer. Yeah, that's old and, and outdated. I get it. But the, the knowledge on that is really interesting because Jerry Springer did not want to do that show. Oh, really? Nope. According to what I read, Jerry Springer wanted to do an educational show with psychology. But guess what? It tanked. Wow. And, and it's not the show that tanked. Well, the show tanked, obviously, but it's not the content per se. It's the people, their love of conflict. And so if you, if you realize that you need conflict in your life, then, you know, go build a business. Go have that kind of conflict because at the end of the day, it stays there. You build something and it pays you. Uh, go have conflict with other people by saying, how does this work? Be confrontational if you want to. Hey, how does this work? I want to know. Can you help me out here? You know, and then you get the rise and the fall of your emotions. And then all of a sudden you you wake up one morning and guess what? You got some money in the bank. You got a business. You got something going on for you. So you can just substitute, you know, the Jerry Springer. So anyway, later on, Jerry just said, look, I I get it. I I, kind of surrender. So he built a show and, and, you know, became number one. Because that's what people wanted. So I don't know if it's the humans, like in The Matrix, the movie The Matrix. You know, we build a city. It was perfect. It was this. It was that. And it failed. We lost so many crops because humans like chaos. I don't know. I think humans grow within chaos. Mm-hmm. But again, with all this puddle jumping and no linear progression, they sit there and, and they sell themselves short all the time. That's mm-hmm. what I would think. What do you think? No, I think so. I think so. I think so. I think so. Are you wearing the monocle in your eye when you say that? <laughs> yeah, it's my dear Watson. I think so. So what else you got on solutions here, young lady? Well, I mean, you know, I would say for those you know people that are out there that really are balanced, if you do a little bit of research, the Internet is, is, a, is a pretty uh, good resource. You'll find someone. Um, they're not too hard to find. They're just quiet. But don't don't put all your eggs in one basket. You're there to research, okay? It's your life. Don't blame yeah. don't blame somebody else. And if you can't find them, who cares? Go ahead and be that example. You know, a lot of people Created. say, you know, I don't I don't see anybody in my life who's well-rounded. It's like, okay, then 
become that example so that others can look you up or others that, you know, maybe you don't have to be internet famous, but at least people you know. All right. So I think you've hit a lot of points, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I need a recap. I need I need for you to tell our people, our human beings, citizens of the world, the earth, and the multi-dimensions out there. No Dracos though, they're kind of scary. So I, I I need you to like put this in, in a progressive way of thinking if you could. Um, I want to follow it. But I want to say this. This is important. When you think of balance, what is balance, right? So you think that things are supposed to be fair. Like if I say this, you do that. That's incorrect. That is a social agreement that we have with one another. In the wild, that kind of doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. So don't rest your hopes on someone else. You, your hopes has all be within you. And plus, you know, would you trust, would you trust, you know, even your best friend with your, you know, your house and your money and your life and your insurance policies and all that the way people you know just decide to hate each other overnight of course not but you might you know have some type of trust that says look i'm going to trust you this far until you prove me wrong right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is you can't blame people for changing their minds after all it's their lives too and you have to understand that let that go it's not their fault it's you you have to take charge of your life you have to make sure that you're researching things so what is balance really and i was listening to you very carefully most people think that you know you got this guy up in you know new york city skyline walking a tightrope with this long (laughs) bar and these little skinny tight pants right yeah and they think well that's really balanced because if he is off balance he's gonna foul so no that's not balanced in that moment that is kind of uh you know, symmetrical and, 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 and what do you call it, uh, um, physics. But the problem is in real life, it is not balanced. Some people have to take out a loan. Mm-hmm. That means they're in debt. That means they're not really well balanced financially, right? Five to 10 years later, they're making an income that is good. That but it seems- was a strategic move. Exactly. And it was... But it the was, balance... It was acknowledged that it was going to be temporary. Yes. And the, I like that you, your use of temporary is so good. I love it. But balance could be, I'm here now strategically moving into balance 10 years later. Mm-hmm. So not every decision you make is balanced right now. That's true. So but, that's that's a great solution there, except that it may not... The thing is, most people... But you said it throughout today's broadcast. Mm-hmm. You said, hey, you know, I knew this was temporary. I was going to work really hard. So your balance was when you reached that other state and, and got your home. Yeah, then I had one right? full-time job that based on my, you know, based on the fact that I had my degree and I had my experience and my credentials. I had one job that was able to make up for those small part-time jobs. So I just needed one job. Right. And not only that, but you didn't even mention it. All those other things that you did, build your character, build your knowledge, build who you were so that you today can be on the show broadcasting with all of the wonderful knowledge that you have. And that is achieving that balance. That's the payout. Very true. So you didn't even mention that because all the little things you do add to you. So you're frustrated. You're tired. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yes, I'm tired this morning. Oh, my God. I had a great night last night with a book. <laughs> Now that's that that's actually fun. I, I <laughs> right? used to wake up like that sometimes, especially the day the day of finals. I'm like, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, but man, am I ready to take that final? And I just right. run to class and of course I some some people just ran in their pajamas. I, I made a point to dress up and brush my hair, brush oh my, my teeth. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Balance yeah. is a tricky thing then, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let me let L, you know, great, you know, lover of humans and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you love people, right? Yeah, yeah. I and I so. love systems. You do? Systems. For me, systems are great. This works like this, this, that, the other thing. Very alien of me. I know, I know. Like Mar- Marvin the Martian. I wonder how those humans are really doing down there. <laughs> so my thing, though, is that I like systems because if you can plug into a system, you know it's going to work, right? Just just like the business, just like the people that are podcasting and they say, man, how do I self-sponsor? Hey, we set it all up for you, you know, and this is real real stuff right here. You know, you can go to the Revenue Challenge, .nsa6.com. I know that sounds like a plug-in, but it's real. It's there. We build it because we've been through the steps you've been through, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying is that, you know, everybody wants to share this knowledge 
move through all the all the mess that you're doing, but you, L, you and me are in conflict. You like humans, I like systems, but together we make balance. You know what well, I mean? There you go. Right? That's a good end note. But isn't it true? We it's make balance true. together. Yep. People, are, I know you guys are listening to us. You go, oh my God, the Novi, he's crazy. So what you're saying is sometimes when people are working as a team, you may have some skills and strengths that the other doesn't have, right. and you balance each other out. You're and you're well-rounded as a team. Exactly. And you know when they put this podcast together now, so let's say you know go head to head on things like we're doing. We achieve balance for our listeners. They go, okay, Novi, got it. All right, L, I really like that. You know, you know, I like Novi's system over here. I'm going to try it out, but I just don't know the discipline. L1 comes in with the discipline. That is achieving balance. So my point to you, the listener, our dear, wonderful people that we love, our family, okay, is that you guys need to understand balance is not having one person do everything for you. You might need others, including yourself. You might add 5%, the other one might add another, I don't know, 75%, and another person adds the rest. And those three people achieve balance. Be careful with the word balance. In other words, it's not equal ratios. It isn't equal ratios. And you should not demand for someone to give you more than they can. Okay, Stone, I want blood. No, Hmm. you can't do that. You have to look at people, value them for what they are, value yourself for what you are. And, and, and hug yourself and say, look, this is how much I know. It's okay. Let me go find something else so I can achieve my balance. How's that sound? I think that's, a, that's an excellent way of a, a bigger picture thinking. Well, you know, systems in me. We, well, we started with along. the started with the individuals and then we went out to the systematic approach. So like. give me a wrap up, Elle. Well, How do like we begin said, today's broadcast and wh- how do we achieve balance and... How does balance and, and success really go hand in hand? What well, first think? of all, you need it. Listen, if you're going to be successful, let's just start with the individual. If the individual is going to be successful, the individual has to be balanced. What does that mean? They have to strive. Strive, okay? Here's the key word, strive. They have to make an honest effort to have optimal health, optimal emotional intelligence, optimal discipline, mindset, and guess what? Optimal relationships and optimal finances as well because it's all going to interact with each other. And of course, your health also counts with that too. And remember, you start with yourself individually, but as you know, for the business people, you know, and that we're addressing here, your team might create the balance, but it might be mixed ratios with them. But in the meantime, it's your responsibility for you to be as balanced as possible, as you possibly can. And it's okay in the beginning if you're imbalanced in some area or the other, as long as you know it's temporary, you've made the decision that it's not going to last long, and you do the research to watch your limits and to get, and you reach out to people who can help you. You're not afraid to get that help or seek that help. You're not afraid to look vulnerable or seek first to understand. Again, L1, you met me when I gave a class, right? Right. And what was the first thing out of my mouth? You said, quote, I am the dumbest person here, end quote. And then I said, I don't know why you would give me $250 just to take a class for a week, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody just gasped, right? And what yeah. happened? Then one guy, one person out of all of them. I think I know what you're trying to say, sir. You're trying to say that because you are the dumbest one here, you will listen and learn and achieve greatness at our expense. And I go, holy cow, you get a free OPC. I go, you got it. I'm going to be the dumbest person here. It means I'm not going to assume anything. I'm not going to say I know anything. I'm just here to listen. I'm going to take all this information. I'm going to put it together. I'm going to look at the equation behind it. And I am going to achieve perfection because of it. Thank you, guys. And that's what happened, right? You're there. Mm-hmm. I love your recap, Bill. Any last words? Anything else you want to tell our dear fellow folk that want to, you know, well, we always, you know, successful. deliver quite a lot. So, you know, for those of you who have any questions, you know, tell me, how do you find balance? Or is there any area in your life where you find an imbalance of? Or, you know, like I said, in, in, te- in situations where you're working as a team, sometimes it's okay to be imbalanced because you just might not have a talent or a skill up to par yet, but another person does. And so they balance it out. They balance the equation out. Um like to hear your thoughts if you you know want any other suggestions or ways to start 
facts. I know we said earlier, balancing your mindset, your habits, and emotional discipline. That's the foundation. So I'd say tune into the rest of our broadcast because we do talk about emotional intelligence and disciplining your mindset. Or you can send us an email or you can leave a comment. Whatever you want to do. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. This is an extended version of our Mem Jogger because, uh, quite frankly, I think that I think L1 and I both agreed that this topic was really important. Balance and success go hand in hand. Um, you really have it's a research, it's a study, it's not something you're gonna go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and just know it. But if you start a little bit at a time, you're gonna achieve it in no time at all because time goes so fast when you're having a great time trying to figure out yourself. Trust me, I know. So when you do that, um, always call a friend, you know, for support. Don't say, hey, I'm doing this study or anything like that, or I'm trying to figure, don't do that. They don't know what you're doing. But you can say, hey, can you have a beer with me? I just want to chill for a little bit. You know, watch your favorite rerun uh, from, you know, way back when you were a kid on TV, YouTube, whatever you're watching. Hulu, I don't know what you're watching, Netflix. So, um, and just chill for a little bit and then hit the books again, hit the knowledge again, write stuff down on a spreadsheet, put things on Google Docs, write it so you cannot forget it. And then set your system without bias, put it together, and then do what L1 does, you know? Add the emotional discipline to that. Then add the understanding, the biases that are going to take you from point A to point B and be relentless about it. Otherwise, <laughs> El Cuco is going to get you, him and his family. That's it for us tonight. And this is the Novi thanking you once again from the bottom of my heart or the top in the middle as well. Actually, take the whole heart, give it a big squeeze and say, hey, you know, I love myself. I want to thank you very much. Please join us and be part of the solution by sharing the knowledge. Remember, uh, this is a self-sponsored broad broadcast and we're here just to help you 110%. L1. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening again. And, you know, we'll see you next time. 